You are listening to a podcast taken from one of Radio Maria's many live programs. If you enjoy it, please consider making a donation or becoming a monthly supporter. To do so, visit www.radiomariaengland.uk. It is only through the generous support of our listeners that we continue to be a Christian voice by your side. Hello, you are listening to Radio Maria, and this is Father Toby with your word for today on this memorial of Saints Margaret Clitheroe, Anne Lyme, and Margaret Ward. Um, I'd like to begin with today's gospel, which is taken from uh, Matthew chapter 23. Jesus said, Alas for you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you who are like whitewashed tombs that look handsome on the outside but inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of corruption. In the same way you appear to people from the outside like good, honest men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Alas for you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you who build the sepulchres of the prophets and decorate the tombs of holy men, saying, We would never have joined in shedding the blood of the prophets had we lived in our father's day. So, your own evidence tells against you. You are the sons of those who murdered the prophets. Very well then, finish off the work that your fathers began. If you ever see me with my habit looking a little bit grubby, not, I have to confess, an impossibility, and not always because of a food or coffee spillage at the most recent meal, I have to admit, sometimes you can chart my dietary intake on my habit a little further back than today. But if you ever spot me in such a state, my defence will not be, well, there are worse than me in the order, though there most definitely are. I will make it today's gospel. I shall say that I am avoiding the accusation of trying to look like a whitewashed tomb from the outside. As an aside, sometimes people say to me, How do you keep your habits so clean, Father Toby? And I tend to say, come a little closer and you might find that it's not. Anyway, enough about me and my dirty habits. Or maybe not, because I think it is kind of the point of today's gospel. I am most definitely a sinner. Many of the things you struggle with, I do too. And some of the things you don't struggle with, I do. I am a sinner in need of a saviour, as are you, and I am not that saviour. That fact is something which needs to be recognised in each and every age. There are many, many, many privileges of living in today's age, but being uniquely preserved from sin, well, that has only happened once and to one person, and it's not you, and it's not me, it's Mary. Now, one section of Jesus' speech seems particularly pertinent for our current climate. I spoke in yesterday's word for today about a certain tendency in our increasingly secularized society to think of 
inevitable evolutionary progress and to think of the the destination and the end of mankind only in historical terms. But I said, or at least I tried to say, that our human destination is personal and the end of our life is more than handing down our genes for one more generation. And one of the dangers Jesus warns against is thinking that I would not commit the sins that my forefathers did, um, sometimes known as uh, the presentism. And presentism is naive in the extreme at best and other things at worst. C.S. Lewis coined a rather good term for it. He called it chronological snobbery. Let's go to the passage where Jesus refers to such a practice. He says, Alas for you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you who build the sepulchres of the prophets and decorate the tombs of holy men, saying, We would never have joined in shedding the blood of the prophets had we lived in our father's day. Much better to say, There but for the grace of God go I. In his fantastic memoir, Surprised by Joy, in which Lewis sort of charts his conversion from atheism to Christianity, he comes up with this term of progressivism's chronological snobbery. And he says it's the uncritical acceptance of the intellectual climate common to our own age and the assumption that whatever has gone out of date is on that account discredited. And what tends to happen is that rather than evaluate truth, evaluate, evaluate value on the basis of truth or reliability, the, chronicle, the chronological snob tends to evaluate, evaluate value. I'm struggling by saying evaluate value. Maybe you can say it better than me. Evaluate value on the basis of age. Um, and this is a practice which I think is very common in our age really annoys me when you hear somebody state because it's 2023 though as if somehow because this thing is happening now um it's inevitably good um because if we know anything from history we know that we are destined to commit mistakes um that blind spots um that we have we cannot see in the present and future generations will see them but also we must realize that we have something to learn from the past, not only because we won't understand our present unless we understand our past, but also because people in the past have done good things. People in the past have had deeper insights into human nature than some of us have. And so there is always much to learn both in what to do and in what not to do. C.S. Lewis said that progress properly conceived means getting nearer to the place you want to be. And if you have taken a wrong turn, then to go forward does not get you any nearer. If you are on the wrong road, progress means doing an about turn and walking back to the right road. Now that uh, is both a necessary message for our society but also, as I said yesterday, it has to start with us. Sometimes we have to realize that certain practices in our lives are not taking us along the right road. Um, it might have been something that we've been doing for a long time, something that we're very wedded to. But sometimes we need to be humble enough and then go through the pain of breaking off that particular practice, that particular way of being, 
in order to live in such a way that leads me towards heaven. I want to close with one final quote from G.K. Chesterton that again I think is pertinent to today's gospel. He said that even a dead fish can flow with the stream. It takes a live fish to swim against it. Now I'd like to play for you um, les um, You have open eyes sung by the, fraterni- the monastic fraternity of uh, Jerusalem. Um, seems inappropriate hymn. 